If you're interested in listening ad-free, go to patreon.com slash the SCP experience. There you can enjoy my ad-free podcast and never have to listen to ads again. That's patreon.com slash the SCP experience. Now time for the story. Monday, September 3rd, 2002. It's 4 p.m. and it's been a wild first day. Had a meeting with the team. Got to meet a few new faces that I didn't get introduced to on the induction. Everyone seems nice. Managed to spill coffee on my desk by 10 a.m. Great start. Glad I bought myself this dictaphone, though. It's going to make transcribing my notes and reports a lot easier. So that's good, right? Hmm, let's see. I was thrown into the deep end almost immediately. I had a counseling session with Sarah Barnes, five years old, female, white. I have yet to receive Sarah's paperwork from the pediatrician, but I'm led to believe it's a simple case of fussy eating, likely due to her attachment issues stemming from her adoption at three years old. Hopefully I'll receive those tomorrow. I met with Mr. and Mrs. Barnes first, without Sarah present. The parents were clean and well-dressed. They spoke clearly and are obviously well-educated, likely from a middle-class socioeconomic background. They expressed that after trying for almost a decade to conceive a child of their own, and after numerous miscarriages, they adopted Sarah. It is apparent that the stress of these previously failed pregnancies have caused some anxiety in both parents, and I have offered to refer them to a therapist who specializes in couples and solo counseling. Mr. and Mrs. Barnes talked about Sarah in a loving and affectionate manner. It is clear they both love the child dearly and are concerned about her eating habits. They have tried all the traditional parenting methods to encourage Sarah to try new foods, but she's only interested in eating cereal. Her parents both report that between the ages of three, when they adopted her, and four, Sarah would only eat cereal-based foods. When they fed her anything else, she would either throw a tantrum or regurgitate the food. According to Mrs. Barnes, Sarah has, since turning five, branched out from cereals with milk, and now includes a glass of juice with her cereal-based meals. Reminder to myself, check in Sarah's files for a dietitian report. Surely eating nothing but cereal isn't healthy long-term. It seems that Mr. and Mrs. Barnes had not considered that Sarah's unusual eating habits could be a type of coping mechanism related to her adoption or a trauma response developed during foster care. I reassured both parents that it's not uncommon for adoptees to develop unusual habits, and it's only through explorative play and time that we can begin to unravel Sarah's psyche. As Sarah is under 10 years old, I requested that both parents sit in on the initial play therapy session with Sarah and I. On meeting Sarah for the first time, I can report she looks healthy. She confidently entered the room and started asking questions about the toys. I explained all the toys and art materials were hers to play with over the next 30 minutes, and where she would like to start. Sarah was drawn to a box of baby dolls and dresses. She proceeded to comb their hair, dress them, and line them up from big to small. After which, she named each of them and announced their favorite cereal. I thanked Sarah for introducing me to her new friends, and asked if she enjoys cereal as much as they do. The following conversation transpired. Yes, I love cereal. 
I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Snaps. You should try them. Now with 50% more cocoa. Fasten your seatbelts and release the taste of Saturday with Cocoa Snaps. Are Cocoa Snaps your favorite cereal? Oh no, I love all cereal. In the morning today, I had Honeycomb Crunch. Why not introduce it as part of your balanced breakfast? We talked for a little longer about the idea of a balanced breakfast, what that means, and why it's important for our body. I think using the dolls next week, alongside the toy kitchen, might be a good way to introduce the idea of healthy and varied eating. In the meantime, I have suggested to Mr. and Mrs. Barnes that they limit Sarah's TV time. It's very charming and funny the way Sarah quotes serial adverts, but it's likely compounding her fixation with serial. Mr. and Mrs. Barnes have agreed to this. Okay, well, time for a break, I think. Tuesday, September 4th, 2002, 11 a.m. I have received Sarah Barnes's files from the pediatrician. She received regular checkups from healthcare professionals throughout the first years of her life on account of her being in the foster care system. But her physical and cognitive development during this time was completely normal. She started speaking a little earlier than other children her age, which is reflected in her vocabulary and confidence in yesterday's session. There is brief mention, however, in the handover notes from her foster family to the Barnes family, that in the run-up to the adoption, Sarah had started showing signs of disordered eating in the form of only wanting to eat cereal. Okay, so it started before she moved in with the Barnes. Interesting. There's no mention of any other abnormal or problematic behavior, though. For all intents and purposes, Sarah is a very well-adjusted girl. Where's the... Ah, here. Right. So Sarah was found on the steps of a children's care home in the city. No harm had come to her. But she'd been on the steps for a number of hours, it's thought. Lying swaddled in a blanket inside a wicker bassinet. Poor thing. She's lucky she didn't freeze. There are photos of a note that was tucked inside the bassinet. It appears to be a piece of cardboard on which was written, Good luck. The reverse side indicates the cardboard was torn from a food backing. The only thing that can be read clearly is Orgogs Limited, whatever that means. Anyway, the parents have signed up Sarah for six to eight weeks of sessions, as that's all their insurance will cover at this time. So let's see what we can do. Monday, September 16th, 2002, 3 p.m. Notes for Sarah Barnes, session number three of six. Progress has been slow. Sarah is an imaginative girl and enjoys expressing herself with the toys and art materials. But we have yet to uncover the reasons for her eating habits. Off record, there's a little voice in the back of my head that's saying, maybe there's really nothing wrong here. Maybe she just likes cereal. Perhaps it's time to get the parents back for a session. They did have a lot of unresolved anxiety after their failed pregnancies. Maybe they're seeing issues where there are none. It is, however, getting a little tiresome listening to Sarah quote serial adverts. Here is a great conversation from today's session. For context, we were playing with the toy kitchen and Sarah had asked me to be the chef of a restaurant and she was playing the customer. Can I get anything for you, madam? Yes, this please. Sarah points to something on an imaginary menu. Excellent choice. 
I always make the best choice for me and my body when choosing what to eat for breakfast. That's why I eat Corn Crunch. Made with whole grain oats and packed with fiber, Corn Crunch is the only way to start your day. I tell her, in character, that we've run out of Corn Crunch, and would she like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No, you haven't. Don't make me get the cookie cops. Who are the cookie cops? They're trying to steal my cookie crispies. They'll do anything to get the real cookie taste of cookie crispies. They even look like real cookies. <sighs> Only three more sessions. I can do this. And now a word from the SCP Experience sponsor. Have you tried Embryos, the world's most popular fetus-based cereal? An energy-packed embryo breakfast helps charge your body with the kind of power you need to get through the day. Morning power, get up and go power, listen to a podcast power, have breakfast with the one and only Embryos. And don't forget to collect all six plastic body parts to receive a special prize for a limited time only. Embryos, the world's most popular fetus-based cereal. Embryos is a registered trademark of Orgogs Limited. Side effects may include depression, drowsiness, high blood pressure, athlete's foot, spontaneous combustion, bankruptcy, and testicle erosion. Wednesday, November 10th, 2010, 11.05 a.m. You'll never guess whose case file just dropped on my desk this morning. Sarah Barnes, the serial girl. I can't believe it. How long has it been? Eight, nine years? She's got to be pushing 13 by now. She can't still be talking about serial, can she? Oh God, she is. <laughs> this isn't good at all. I discharged Sarah in 2002, it looks like, after only six sessions with a nice big stamp of, this child is a-okay. Damn it, what was I thinking? Okay, no time for wallowing. You're a decade in the therapy biz now. What have we got going on? Obsession with cereal, both eating and discussions of, having trouble making and maintaining friendships. That doesn't surprise me. Let's be real. The girl is probably being bullied at school. Okay, so how do we deal with this? I'll sign her up for as many sessions as her parents can afford and start testing her for Tourette's, Asperger's syndrome, and maybe ADHD. This time I'll get to the bottom of it. Friday, January 21st, 2011, 4.15 p.m. Notes on Sarah Barnes, session number nine of ongoing. I've just had Sarah's MRI results sent over. All completely normal. No abnormal tissues to be found. This means we've tested her for autism, Tourette's, ADHD, DCD, tic disorders, OCD, and every other neurological condition in the book. Everything is coming back negative. And her dental report? The girl has never even had a cavity. Blood sugar, that's fine too. By all accounts, this teenager needs no intervention but her mental state, it's in question. She's been using the coping methods we discussed for when she socializes with her peers. It seems to be working in regards to making and maintaining friendships. And she's able to somewhat control her verbal outbursts regarding cereal. The constant strain and pressure she feels when holding back is making her unhappy though. So for the time being, I'm allowing her to talk about cereal as much as she wants during our sessions. It's important to note that in today's session, Sarah was very introspective. She expressed a feeling of not belonging, of wanting to know where she comes from. I told her it's very normal for adopted young people to want information about their biological parents, to which she laughed and told me her biological parents are non-existent in her mind. She went on to describe herself as Peter Pan, 
the boy who never grew up, but refused to explain this further. Reminder to self, speak to Mr. and Mrs. Barnes about how they'd feel if Sarah wanted to pursue her biological parents. Later on, Sarah asked me for my opinion on whether she is more like the Trix Rabbit or the Lucky Charms character. I asked for more information, to which I received the following explanation. The Trix Rabbit is always chasing cereal which he can never have. The cereal is for children, not rabbits after all. But the Lucky Charms character gets his magic powers from the marshmallow pieces. Each marshmallow gives him a different special power, but he's always fighting off children who are trying to steal it. I assume this is all a metaphor for how she's feeling inside. Perhaps she feels though she's chasing something unattainable. Friday, September 8, 2017. Today was a sad day. I had my last ever session with Sarah. She's turning 18 next month, which means she's aged out of the child services. She's promised me she'll keep going to therapy though. I've pointed her in the right direction of some great professionals. Five long years over just like that. Six if you include the first time I saw her. She's going to be fine. I saw a kid the other day with his mom. He reminded me of Sarah when I first met her at five years old. They were coming out of a 7-Eleven and the kid was begging his mom for the cereal. She said he'd have to wait until they got home, but he kept pulling on her coat. She gave in and handed over the box. The kid ripped the top of the packaging like it was made of tissue paper, popped open the plastic wrapper and went shoulder deep into this box. Cereal flying out all over the sidewalk, the kid gleefully pulled his arm out and triumphantly announced that he'd found the plastic body part. Body part? What kind of cereal rewards you with body parts? When I have kids, they're only eating fruit and oats for breakfast. I don't know why I'm recording this. It's not like I can play it to anyone. Who would I play it to? No one would believe me. Hell, I'm not sure I believe me. Maybe I should go back? No, I could call the cops or, who am I kidding? This is crazy, I'm crazy. There is no way that happened. Okay, pull yourself together. Just go over everything you saw from start to finish and everything will make more sense. I took a trip downtown to visit a new store selling European candies and cereals, all kinds of things you can't get here. My plan was to buy my sister some unusual candies for her birthday. The place was larger than expected and busy as it was opening week. I wasn't in any rush, so I took my time. I turned down the cereal aisle and there was Sarah Barnes, the cereal girl. I can't say I'm surprised. Where else would I randomly bump into Sarah? To be honest, I was pleased to see her. It's been almost two years since she was discharged from children's services. It's so rare to see my ex-patients out in the world once they've moved on. But when I spoke to her, she seemed different. The Sarah I knew was bright, bubbly, effervescent. She was quirky, sure, but this Sarah? Life had finally worn her down. The warm smile with which I greeted her was returned with a lifeless, hey there doc. I asked if maybe she could help me find something for my sister. She replied that she was trying to find a cereal by Orgogs Limited, but she didn't know its name. That if only she could find it, she could stop. I asked what she meant by stop. Sarah turned to look at me, her face stoic and said, stop, stop the noise, stop the longing. 
Stop being me. Without saying another word, she continued scanning the shelves with her eyes. I was concerned. Nothing about this was normal behavior for Sarah. I asked her if her mom was nearby. Sarah nodded silently. I reassured her I'd be back. But as I turned to go find her mom, I saw out of the corner of my eye, I saw, oh God, I saw out of the corner of my eye, Sarah pick up a box from the shelf and then the sound of a thousand ball bearings hitting the floor as she melted, no, dissolved into tiny nuggets of sugar-coated cereal. I realize I sound mad, but I know what I saw. In horror and confusion, I looked at the spot where Sarah had stood only seconds before, except Sarah was no longer there. I thrust my hand into the pile of cereal and grasped about as if I'd expected to find her hiding within it, but she was not there. I am ashamed to admit it, but I ran. I ran out of the store and didn't look back. I hailed a cab and went straight to my apartment. I left in such a hurry that I didn't realize I was still clenching the cereal in my hand. The sugar coating had started to melt. I'm in my apartment now. The pieces of cereal are in front of me on the counter, sugar-coated embryos. What are you, Sarah? What are you? SCP-2504 presents itself as standard-sized cereal boxes. The name of said cereal is Embryos, the world's most popular fetus-based cereal. There is also a blurb in the top right corner which reads, collect all six plastic body parts and receive a very special exclusive prize. The producer of the cereal is Orgogs Limited. No company with that name currently exists or has existed. Each box contains two objects. The first and main component of SCP-2504 is a bag of six to eight week old sugar glazed embryos. The second item present in each box is one of six plastic body parts as advertised on the front of the box. Should one of each plastic body part be recovered, collected and sent to the address listed on the box, after a period of exactly three weeks, a package will be received. This package will always contain a living human child of random gender and ethnicity, referred to as SCP-2504 dash one.